I'm so excited to have you on the show today with me, people. Thank you for listening. Oh my gosh, I really honor the fact that you stopped and you're binging on my show. I'm so appreciative and I brought a beautiful guest today. I'm just going to go ahead and say she was a corporate financial person and now she's kind of a woo-woo financial person and we're going to talk about this whole journey of finding herself and it's so much fun to have a like-minded person on the show with me today. Please welcome, won't you, Courtney Burrell. Thank you for coming, Courtney. Thank you for having me. Woo, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so maybe let's just jump in with like a question of what can we do to be creative when we're kind of in a trying time? Like, let's just hit that straight on. Yeah, I think... uh now is the perfect time to be creative. Now, I mean, the universe is tell, yelling at us straight out the gate, go home, be inside, be quiet, slow down, um, you know, meditate. <laughs> um, you know, we can't get a bigger message than what we're getting right now. And that's that, you know, we have, we have no control over a situation here. So what we need to do is just come back to ourselves, which in turn will bring out our creativity. I love that. You know, I spent time this morning. I um, I drove up and I looked over my whole community and I have such a pretty lake up in the hills near my house. And I sat there and I just looked at the lake and I, I just felt gratitude. Like yeah. I, I just sat there and I went, you know what? I am so blessed. Like, I don't know if the world's ending today, <laughs> but, but if it is or not, like I'm going to sit there and really appreciate like everything right now. Right. It's so funny because I actually have zero fears. I've never been more optimistic than I have been right now. I mean, you go outside, um, you know, six feet away from everybody or whatnot, but you go outside <laughs> and people like are outside walking their dogs. I mean, I've never seen so many people walking their dogs. There's children playing, um, you know, everyone's back at home with their kids. I was, yeah. I had to go to the grocery store. I braved it. And, but, you know, I could hear someone, um, giving instructions of to their kid of like all the things that they were going to do in the day to have you know like homeschool and games and I'm like this is beautiful I mean people are forced to get out of their um you know their jobs that they the hate matrix. Or, yeah they're out of the matrix just, like have their head down yeah. in the matrix doing the same thing over and over again we're forced out of our routines and we're back into like being with our families and you know this is this is the time where you know, people, people all over the world have had to choose, uh, you know, people over money. And it's, um, it's beautiful. It's how it should be. (laughs) That's so crazy. Now, I, I want to let you guys know that when I was um, hanging out on the internet, as I am wont to do sometimes, I got into a conversation with Courtney online about her trek with kind of the shaman tool of ayahuasca and so we're gonna get into that a little bit because she had some miraculous adventures but why don't you start with your sort of corporate uh to soulpreneur journey a little bit yeah so i was really just the typical uh financial advisor working with the top one percent helping people retire and invest their money yada 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 it was really like totally the uh, stereotype other than I'm not a 60 year old white male, um, which is 85% <laughs> of the people who do that job. Um, but, you know, a few years ago, I really um, was doing everything society told me to do. I like got married young, I went to college, I bought a 
house. We had a baby. We had these big careers. My husband's an attorney. We're like a power couple. Um, you know, super sales focused, driven, like goal oriented. And, um, you know, that's what everyone strives for, right? <laughs> like, that's what everything in society strives for. And I was living it and like, no, like something's just off like I feel like what's next I didn't really know what it was I got the dream and then yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm I got the all dream all the things that I thought like I probably I'd already accomplished the things I thought I would accomplish and, you know, as I was moving up the ladder and and then um kind of what forced me into uh my yeah I was searching for more and like I didn't I didn't even know what it was I didn't, um, but something was definitely missing. And then what really propelled me into my spiritual journey, I mean, I had been spiritual, but what really propelled me was I, I went through kind of a series of near-death experiences. Um, and this was even before the ayahuasca. So I... Um, well, you know, near-death experiences, yeah. I have had several guests on to talk about that because I actually feel like when you manufacture a fake near-death experience like you go into a meditation and you say if my life was over right now what would my regrets be you know what I mean like I think it's a really fascinating topic so yeah you can share a little bit about that that's crazy yeah so I had um well first I had a um freak kidney failure <laughs> um, where I was in the hospital for a week and I was an athlete and um, I just ran hard and went into kidney failure. I was super healthy. They couldn't figure out why, because I was young, healthy, athletic, and just had kidney failure. And I was in the hospital for a week, and they did think I was going to die, <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Luckily, uh... I did. Um, and then a few years after that, I had um, a just random, very random mid-pregnancy miscarriage, which right after that i had a very serious ectopic pregnancy where i actually um passed out um was bleeding internally and had emergency surgery and then <clears throat> probably a year and a half or a year or so after that i got pregnant with my son had this really high um high risk pregnancy where i was on and off bed rest and then i had a very traumatic uh, birthing experience with him where um, that was really the closest to death because I had complications after C-section and um, lost a whole, whole lot of blood. And if I hadn't been demanding, like, please, something's wrong with me, and I got a new doctor, I would have gone to sleep and passed that night, for sure, like 100%. Um, so I had that experience. I was in the hospital for a so week. Just pause for a second. Pause for a second. Clearing our space again. <laughs> Some gremlins trying to speak. You're not welcome. This is our show. This is Courtney and Erica's time. <laughs> Tell me about that experience of of where you you bring your son in. It's C-section, and then you almost die. Yeah. Can you can you tap into any awarenesses you had around that and choosing life? Yeah, so there's more. To, um, are we? So, so when I um, when I had my son, 
and you know I had brought in this new life I had I um and I actually was struggling to take I, I couldn't even take care of him I had nurses that would literally put him on me because I couldn't move and once I recovered enough to leave the hospital my mother grandmother and sister came out to help with the baby and then my grandmother within a month unexpectedly went into hospice in my home so she went to hospice and then passed and then my sister passed like a month after her so I like had this insane intimate uh relationship or intimate um intimacy with life and death in a super short period of time because I had brought in this new life. I had almost died. I brought into brought a new life and then I had two very important people in my life pass. But not only just pass, they passed very intimately with me in my home to where um that'll make you <laughs> that'll wake you up a bit. That <laughs> caused it caused me to start asking a lot of questions. Um like what the heck am I doing with my life? Who am I living for? Right. Um, you, you know, I, I, I realized I was living for pretty much everyone but myself. And I really had lost connection with myself. I had lost a lot of um, who I was. And that really started propelling me into discovering myself. Um, which that, you know, that's um, part of what I got. Because remember, I was telling you I did some work today earlier with another client. And part of what we got out of this was that requirement that we tune, that we find out who we are. Yeah. And that's part of what's happening right now on a global level. Absolutely. And people are just going in and saying, okay, well then who am I? Like yeah. if I'm not my job, if uh, for me, I got five hours of daily parenting given back to me. Like, yeah. like I'm not spending five hours driving them around. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not, it's, not all, it's not always five, but it yeah. can be. It's minimum right. three where I drive, I sit, wait, pick up, go over here, pick up, drive, take them to practice. Yeah, I 100% relate. <laughs> I'm the same boat. It's like, <laughs> I woke up that the first day like that we were going to be not in school and I went, I just got like four and a half hours in the day yeah. <laughs> oh it was such a weird it was such a strange experience now mine are older teens so like then I had to like go in their room I have to like go in their room and pull them out of the room and say okay we're going to get food or you know yeah. like I, I like they're they're so into their like life and their friends and their chats and they're this because they're not like little kids you know they don't yeah. come to me for <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> <laughs> talking about me <laughs> yeah so it's really fascinating so um let's go forward from uh having these major upheavals that caused a lot of change which is a lot of what people are going through right now in an odd way and then tell us about the next journey into ayahuasca yeah so i think over that time period i started diving into more of um my intuition and even kind of developing my psychic abilities and whatnot, and just learning everything I could, because I was very interested in the spiritual world, but um, it definitely wasn't a part of my life. Um, it was definitely in the closet, <laughs> I would say. Um, I had my friends, and I was just learning, but um, I wasn't, like, calling myself any kind of spiritual person, um, at least just 
out in the public. <laughs> and so um, when in one of our spiritual gatherings, um, a girl in our group mentioned out of nowhere that um, she had had these ayahuasca experiences and that she was getting ready to have a um, San Pedro experience, which is actually, um, it's, it's different than ayahuasca, but um, still um, done with shamans is a, is a spiritual ritual as well. Um, it's a little bit longer and it's more gentle. Um, and so when I heard her talking about it, I was like, something was for sure calling me of like, okay, I feel like I have to do this. I have no idea what this is really, but I feel like I have to experience this. And this is coming from someone who's like never done any recreational drugs. So like I don't even drink alcohol. Um, I, <laughs> um, but there was something really, um, as soon as she started talking about it, I was like, every piece of me was like, you need to do this. You need to do this now. And I'm like, okay, I can't not listen. And then, um, so we had, I had that experience actually first and that, um, really from that point on, um, almost like every week I've been a new, a new person really. And then, um, I went into the ayahuasca experience and, um, it just blew my mind. It just, <laughs> it uh, was nothing what I expected. Um, well, share, I mean, I understand it blew my mind as some words that might have meaning to you, but our audience yeah. is really high level. So yeah. the people listening are on a spiritual journey themselves. Yeah. They're all interested in this. So we're not yeah. talking to people who are doubters. We're not talking yeah. about people who hate their lives. These are people who, people who listen to my show because they've got to be a little bit crazy and they're yeah. thinking, you know, I'm crazy. So tell us a little bit about like what was wonderful or some insights that you had. Yeah. Like just give us like, you don't have to give us everything, but just give us yeah. like some like things where, where it really gave you something what what did you take away from it sure. so um it's funny because i came into it with a lot of i had a whole list of things that i wanted to accomplish <laughs> <laughs> how'd that work out <laughs> i'm like these i'm like dear ayahuasca or mother aya like here's all the things that you know i wrote like a letter and i had all these intentions and it was funny because you know i, I had listened to a lot of other people's journeys and um, you go, it's this beautiful thing, and um, I, I go to take it, and um, I can feel it start coming on, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what did I just do? Like, I can't believe I did this. Like, this is so crazy. Like, uh, I started doubting myself instantly, and luckily, I remembered from the shaman, she was like, the more you resist, the harder it's going to be for you. You have to let go. So I'm just like, okay. And then all of a sudden, I literally lost my mind, and I, I don't even say that figurative of speech. <laughs> like she came into my mind. I couldn't have a thought and she took over my mind and um, started showing me what I was doing in my mind. If that even makes sense. It so does. It does. Like, it does. Like, yeah. Control, 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 control. Like worry, 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 worry. It was just like everywhere in my life where I was being controlling, worrying. And then she, and almost immediately, which that was pretty trippy, but immediately she was like, look, you came in with all these um, expectations and control. Um, and she's like, this is like a first date, honey. We got to get to know each other. <laughs> 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 <Cool>. <laughs> and 
<laughs> oh my gosh, she called you on everything. Yeah. But I really learned from the first night, it was three nights. The first night was really all about where I was being controlling in my life, how I was worrying about everything, and then just how uptight that I was. And um, like, she's like, basically like, I'm gonna loosen you up. Like, I'm gonna loosen you up, girl. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, like, bring it on, I got this, but, um, you know, I went on for a while, and really, um, the cool part of it was, although at the time, it was very difficult to go through, but she actually showed me over and over again, like, this is your ego, this is your higher self, um, here's scenarios where you're, you've been driven by ego, here's scenarios where you've been driven by your higher self, but not only the visuals, but even how to hear it in my head. Like here are prior thoughts that were ego thoughts. Here is what your ego sounds like. Here's what your higher self sounds like. And it was- Oh, that's fascinating. Um, Literally for like the ceremony was over and I go back into my little cabin and it's still going. Like all night I'm like, ego, higher self, ego, higher self, ego, higher self. And I'm like, oh, this is really helpful. And then it's like, not only is it ego and higher self, here's like what your grandmother sounds like. Here's what, you know, your friend sounds like. And, you know, here's, um, you know, your sister. And like, these are how you can distinguish them in your head. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool too and helpful. Thank you. <laughs> um, but really, um, because of the experience of her coming into my mind and just literally pushing my mind aside and taking it over and controlling it for me, um, which another lesson control um, that I learned is, you know, control is a total illusion. And as we are experiencing now, there is no control. We are not in control of anything at all. And um, <clears throat> so I heard that loud and clear, especially as the shaman, which was hilarious, started singing at the end. Like she sung a song about control being an illusion. And I'm like, <laughs> But that's the crazy thing about ayahuasca is every, everybody there was going through very unique experiences, but we all have the same theme of just letting go and control, um, which is crazy. But um, another big thing from that night was also that I really separated from my body. It was made very clear that I am not my thoughts. I'm not my mind. I'm not my body. I am none of those things. Um, I kept like hearing in my mind, like you are nothing and you are everything. Like you are no like you are nothing here, but you are also everything at the same time, which is um, interesting. And I I got this kind of it was it was that my um, my body was the uh, like puppet. My um, my mind is the computer, and my soul is the hard drive. It was like that I was getting an upgrade on my hard drive um, <laughs> to be able to like control my computer that controls my body, um, <laughs> which is interesting. Wow. Um, but yeah, I really felt like, um, I don't remember which pill it is, what the red or the blue, <laughs> but I felt like I had taken the, the pill and like I woken up to the matrix. I mean, I knew the matrix existed, but it was like, um, actually experiencing it, um, really just experiencing it. How would you define the matrix now? Um, or describe, if describe it, you don't have to define it, but describe yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's just that, 
um, you know, we're the physical experience here, and we're spiritual beings living this physical experience. Um, but all re all reality as we know it here re really isn't like true reality. Um, it's just we're almost like playing a game. Um, we're here to create. We're here to have fun. Um, it, and that was kind of the, the theme of the second night of just letting loose and like, hey, like, you know, I'm taking life way too serious and you, you humans, you're taking life way too serious. Like this is, we, if, if like we're here as physical beings for a reason, um, otherwise we would just be spiritual beings manifesting whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. Um, so we're here to have that physical experience, which means we're here to experience all the joy of what it means to have the five senses and to, you know, feel things and to, you know, uh, explore and like have a body, <laughs> you know, and take care of our bodies and love our bodies and like feel with our bodies because we don't have that when we leave the earth. Um, so it's important to really have that balance between the spiritual and the physical um you know why we're here and i think especially as spiritual people uh, i uh we tend to get like like ah oh, the world you know <laughs> like, yeah, what was it what was it like what was it like going back to work after you'd had these experiences um you know it was fine because um what happened was through the second few days um it was more about me. I, got, I almost like laid there and I was getting worked on. Like she was working on my whole body of like, um, a lot of it was in my womb space from um, all the trauma that I had had. But because of that, I think it was, um, it was, it had done a lot of damage to my chakras. And she was really just like removing all of that stuff and bringing, like I felt like I got my power back. Nice. I, I mean, I it was like, um, and a lot of it was started with like that feminine power, that feminine essence and embracing your femininity. Um, and then really just like, I could feel it. Um, so that second day or third day there, I was like, I actually started walking around, like feeling practice, feeling my feminine energy. Um, which is funny because it was a silent retreat. So we actually weren't talking with anyone. So after the fact, everyone was like, we saw you strutting around out there. <laughs> like all I did was just feel it and walk, <laughs> but people could actually tell a difference. So, you know, so when I went back to work, I actually like, I would pull up into the parking lot and like, just sit there and like feel my energy. And I'm like, all right, I'm embracing my power and I'm going in there and being confident. And, um, and over the weeks since, since the experience, it's just moved way beyond that. Not just the feminine energy, but just really um, accepting and owning who I am, which is a really woo-woo spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you, Courtney? Why don't you? Um, why don't you give us a little um, give us a little hint about how people can um, find your new podcast and learn more from you? Why don't you give us a little what's up about that? This whole experience has really taught me that or it's really show me what my life purpose is. And that is to really be a source, uh, a leader to help spiritual entrepreneurs. And so what I did was immediately start a group called Soulpreneurs Unite. That's soul, like S-O-U-L. 
Um, and that is just a space for soulpreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs to have a community, to love one another, to support one another, to learn from each other. Um, it's not just about me pitching my message. It's really a place for everybody to share with their gifts because look, this is, this is the time um, more than ever where the world needs us. We have these very big, strong spiritual missions. Um, we have unique gifts that we have to share with the world. And it can be hard because a lot of times off the internet, um, we're not around people that get us. But we have to have this community where we can support each other, keep each other inspired so that we can continue to remain to be our authentic selves so that we can not only grow together, but um, help bring the rest of the world with us. Because whether we like it or not, the world is ascending. <laughs> we're going and either people are going to get left behind and worse off. Or we, we've got to we've got to bring as much people as possible with them. I love it. Perfect timing for the messages. Thank you so much for yeah. coming. I'm Absolutely. so glad you came Thank to the you. show. Yeah, tell <laughs> us the name of the podcast and how we can find yeah. out more. So the podcast is Soul um, the Soul Business Podcast, and that's where we're we're featuring a solopreneur each week, um, and that's to uh, grow together to learn how to um, grow our souls, our business, and our bank accounts. Um, and this is a community. We're here to do it together. And I'm excited. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you.